Let's commit some crimes. Hi, I'm Jackson Kirkwitz. I'm Brian Pernichero. And I'm Miles Sauer. And he's our special guest today on Reckless Endangerment, episode six. Episode six. Episode six, Michael. This is episode, yeah, it's crazy. We've been doing this for, what is that? We're doing two, around two a week. Yeah, so that feels like my first time. <laughs> well, doing this for three weeks now. Three, we missed a week, though, because welcome. of... Well, it's been a bit crazy. Today's, yeah. a, today's the day after Christmas. Yeah. So, Merry oh, Late so Christmas. Awesome. This is going out Monday, so I shouldn't even be saying that. Yeah, I hope everybody had a good one. Yeah, what, what day of Hanukkah is it? I don't... It's the, it started on the 22nd. So it's the 26th, so it's the fourth day of Hanukkah. I know it ends the 29th. So, yeah. Fourth day. Happy, happy, fo- happy fourth day. Happy fourth day of Hanukkah. So. I'm behind on my knowledge of Hanukkah. I don't know anything about Hanukkah. I feel like. Other than um, the story I read. I know the dreidel. I mean, the dreidel's just like the common. Can you sing the song? Uh, dreidel, 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 I made it out of clay, and when I tried to spin it, it's something span away. That's not how it goes, but I know, I know, like, the basic, like... Well, there's a, there's a couple of different Yeah, conditions. like, I made it out of glass, I made it out of sand, I made and it I, out of I, clay. And it's and always out of clay. Well, no, 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 but the song, it changes yeah, with each... Yeah, there's really? Yeah, there's yeah. Huh. But you can go, like, uh, like, dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay, and then, like... There's multiple like branches you can, okay, or paths you can take from there. Yeah, it's pretty interesting actually. So mm. I hate to, I, I didn't want to bring this up, but you have a picture of Stuart Little on the top of your like Stu- shelf here. Stuart. Stuart. Stuart Little. I'm sorry if I said it wrong, but um, I just wanted to bring it up because there is a uh, what's it called? There is a Instagram account. Dedicated to hating Stuart Little. I don't know if you allow cursing on this. Yeah, weird. What the fuck is um, wrong with Stuart Little? Well, it's called yeah, I right fucking hate feet. Stuart Little, and this guy posts like paragraph long explanations of how he wants to like curb stop Stuart Little, and the account has like two hundred thousand followers. It's it's redonkulous. What the like, hell is wrong with you people? Dude, a lot of people hate Stuart Little. Do I don't like get Stuart it. Little. I like Stuart Little. I'm on what? bias. I like the first one. I'm on bias. Stuart I don't think Little he's a bad is garbage. Guy. Stuart Little sucks. He's so annoying. He he's ruins, just you're, you're just rash- jealous because he's you're the better son. Rationalizing exactly what the entire <laughs> existence of the I, of, okay. <laughs> of the pages. Stuart Little is annoying though. I think we can all agree. Okay. Maybe not that, Jackson. But. I like his brother, and I have to like him because I like his brother, you know? What, the fucking loser? No, yeah, his brother made that boat, though, and that boat was sick. Yeah, was but he, he's like... Uh, I can't get over the boat scene. I really love the boat scene. I'm sorry. That's fine. The boat scene's kind of... I didn't watch the second Don't they make, like a, like, a car in that movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's got its charms. I think his mom and dad are assholes, so it can rationalize why Stuart's Well, the best shit. parts are when Stuart Little isn't there. But well, the whole reason uh, for the movie is that Stuart Little's not there. He just He's just dumb, and he gets himself in fullest position. Well, he's a mouse. You can't really help it. It's not like he has a lot of oh, friends. But he, he, wears clothes. He, got he wears friends. clothes. They put the clothes on him. Oh, he wears come clothes. Come on. He's, he's capable of human speech. You're, you're fucking underestimating this man's power. He could kick the shit out of someone. He could shit out exactly. of Brian. So, 
I so why is it all of that? Then why can't he just stay in one place? I, that's I I understand that I understand <laughs> that from a logical perspective. Now the funny thing about Stuart Little is if we're talking in terms of mouse biology, he has to eat every what couple of hours or else he'll die because his body heat. Like he, you know, smaller animals have to eat like more in yeah. order to preserve their body heat and this and that. Like yeah, Stuart he, Little could fucking die <laughs> if he doesn't eat with every couple hours. <laughs> And he's not eating every couple hours. <laughs> he's not does, eating every He does wear sweat, sweaters. Sweaters. He does wear human clothes. Well, so where's she, she wears like doll clothing. Well, but the other thing could swear is he, he has, he's using high-functioning brain power, like the level of a human being's, which means he's consuming even more energy trying to just function on a day-to-day basis. I think Stuart Little has to be eating like 24-7 in order for him to be realistically like alive. It's just, oh, it's just I, don't, I don't know. I can understand the logistical problems with Stuart Little. Like, there's some serious logistic problems with Stuart Little. You've changed my mind. Stuart Little is trash. <laughs> well, also, if you just, like... He's, he's unrealistic. talking about, like, nonsense. Like, someone will be like, Hey, Stuart, do you want to go skateboard? And he'll be like, Whoa. Hang whoa. on, hang on, hang on. Did you know that... Jet fuel came out steel beams. <laughs> oh, we just had a freak out. I don't know if our audio cut out. Sorry, if it did, it just kind of like my. We, we were just talking about how Stuart Little says like random shit, and he's like, "Cause Stuart, know, jet fuel can't burn steel beams and shit like that." Like, he's also best friends with a bird, which is really weird. Is he? I can't even. I didn't even. I don't, yeah, that. I don't even remember that much. I can't even remember. It's like, it's really blurry. It's blurry as fuck. I wonder if like. Everybody's just under the influence of drugs watching, or if Stuart Little, the DVD copy, is just one LSD trip, one hell of a drug. Maybe <laughs> oh, yeah, you just like put it in, and then like a little cartridge pops out of the uh, DVD player, and then like anthrax <laughs> so, just pops out into the air. So you're telling me that <laughs> anthrax is built into every single DVD player? <laughs> no, every single DVD copy of Stuart Little. Every single oh, okay. DVD player. That would play Stuart Little. <laughs> so if if your DVD uh, player like will never play Stuart Little, it does not happen. Oh, but how will it never? How how will the DVD player know? Well, it's the distributor. There's a very <laughs> complex algorithm. Oh, okay. Like they I know, know the probability of Stuart. I think it's illegal to get into it. Yes, yes exactly. I think the FBI will come when we start getting into it. What? The FBI is going to come when we start getting into it. Dang. Yeah, uh, probably. We, we should, we should probably stop talking about Stuart Little before. It kind of reminds me. All this talking about this is like reminding me. Fuck of, the FBI. <laughs> fuck Stuart Little. Um, the whole sitch. It kind of reminds me of. Uh, fuck the government. Kind of reminds really. me. Of Crystal Cove. You guys ever heard of Crystal Cove? No. So it, it's like a rumored kids TV show. It never actually existed, but uh, apparently, like it's like from like these kids would watch static and like it's this whole creepy pasta thing and like That's people cool. distinctly remember when you talk about Crystal Cove like the whole the whole shebang shabao comes up about it and people think it's an actual TV show. I don't know, it's kind of creepy. I don't know the full deets of it, but I think it's kind of sick to think about. Like the whole anthrax thing <laughs> kind of put me onto that thought. Enough about Stuart Little and anthrax. <laughs> I think it's t- I think it's time to get into who are you? 
Oh, I'm Miles Sauer, um, and you're, I... You're yeah. a karate master, is no, that correct? No, I'm like a red belt, but, you know, what yeah, is I enjoy that. Red belt? Um, so, I've been doing it since I was six, taking a couple breaks, this and that, yada yada, but the whole point is, is I'm one test away from my black belt, which is what everybody wants, because everybody's like, I want a black belt, which is the, you know, the cool thing. And, um... I guess that just means like I have a lot more responsibilities when I help out at my in my class, you know. I have to help the younger kids and teach them how to do their forms and this and that. And I have a lot of expectations upon myself to memorize all the forms and then of course know all my walking drills and be prepared for all of that for when I test. Okay. But it's it's quite a bit. It's quite a bit. What's the test like? So the test is about three to five hours long. The black belt test is about three to five hours long. It consists of more or less every single form that you know in and out of order. And just to give you an idea of like how many forms there are, there's the first five basic forms for when you're a white belt. And then once you make it beyond white belt into the other things, there's uh, Il Chung, so there's il, i, sam, sa, o, uh, yuk, chill, and then uh, pal. I don't know if I said pal. And then there's also choreo, which is the final one. I don't know how many that is. I might have named. But there's two forms for each one that I named. So there's taguk il chung, pauge il chung, taguk i chung, pauge i chung. I'm probably butchering the names for someone who actually knows like Korean or something like that, but that's just the way I've been taught to say them. Um, but yeah, so it's a lot of different forms. They each consist of about 20 movements, which means, you know, step one, step two, step three, blah, blah, blah. So they're all consisting of around 20-ish movements, sometimes less, sometimes more. And uh, yeah, so you have to memorize the specifics of it, make sure that you're doing your movements right, you gotta make sure you bend your knee at the right moment, this and that. It's all like discipline based. Walking drills are the other aspect of it and it's more so knowing the technique that you're learning or whatever and being able to execute it properly. So for example, some walking drills are not in any forms. I, I have to do, uh, I've been practicing this one kick, it's called a jump wheel kick. I do not need to do a jump wheel kick in any of my forms. That's Oh, that would not be fun. So, but yeah, I just think it's a lot of memorization and discipline, and then it all culminates into this three to five hour long test that you have to take. I'm taking mine probably sometime around June. So yeah. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I took I took karate. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I uh, I didn't make it past white. <laughs> um. I guess I'm just not built for it. But uh, the only thing I retained is horse stance. Uh, horse stance is a pain what? sometimes. Horse stance is so annoying. Horse stance, you need to get down into a squatting position and hold it until they tell you to no longer hold it. Uh, but the worst part of that is side squat punch, which you probably weren't taught. But side squat punch is you remain in a horse stance and you do side punches and you twist around and you have to remain in the same level at the same level the whole way through so a side squat punch is entailing you you doing this and then you keep going and so like you're going down a gym and back like doing side oh, squats okay. so like 
they show in Karate Kid. I've seen that. In Ugh, it's 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 excruciating. My uh, my teacher, Grandmaster Smith, love him. Um, he will not. He's not given any more than two people a fair on their test for side squat punch, which means everybody except for two people in the 40-something years he's taught has gotten a fair. So that's, it's a little redonkulous. What does that mean? That means your chance, fair, fair is a passing grade. Poor, okay. If you get too many pours on a test, you fail it. Okay, so if you, you can get a few pours. You can get like a couple pours, but you need to be at least getting like fairs or goods okay. in order to be okay. Um, so yeah, pours are no bueno. You do not want pours. So I also, I took Taekwondo. Um, at a young age, mm-hmm. it was a uh, place right down the street, um, Ons or something, mm-hmm. and yeah. and all I remember was him karate chopping boards and then trying to have us karate chop the boards. Yeah, they they have us do that for when they want to make a show to kids. Oh, okay. um, I mean, I can kick through boards, but we don't do it often. It's just like once you know how to break a board, it's not that impressive. It's not. Like, no. you guys could easily break a board if you knew how to properly do it. I the have. problem is most people... Yeah, huh. exactly. Yeah. Most people just don't know how to properly do it. Now, like, a concrete block... I don't know. They want me to break a concrete block. I'm still a little jarred by it. But that's, you know, that's a lot tougher. Um, what do you... Like, I've yeah. broken through two boards at once, but I've never done... I've never done a concrete block. And you've also broken through a gingerbread... Oh yeah! Wow. What? <laughs> we were at this. You party told me to do this it. Christmas, this uh, Secret Santa party, and um, I held up a, <laughs> I held up like the wall of a gingerbread house, or I guess it was a Frozen Two themed gingerbread castle. Nice. And uh, he uh, kicked the fuck out of it. <laughs> Pieces scattered everywhere. I felt so bad, but we got we dusted, we dusted, we panned it up, you know. Yeah. Well, we. I cleaned up more than the mess I made, so I feel yeah. completely fine. It's it's okay, but I did feel a little bad initially because I did not want to splinter fucking gingerbread all over his floor. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's okay though. It's okay. Uh, I I feel like I I like being like the cat in the hat at parties. Don't say that. People do don't get me just, started on just, the cat in the hat live action just make, movie. Don't get me started on talking about the live. I, I wasn't love even that talking movie. about the live action movie. <laughs> No one wants to talk about the last. That's my favorite movie. That movie terrified me as a kid. He was that cat was freaky as hell. You don't understand that the cat in the hat. The real theme being pushed by that movie is that he's an omnipotent being capable of doing whatever the fuck he wants. That man. That's why it's scary. Oh, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I remember so many different lines from that movie. I I have them just stored in my memory. Say one. Honey, it was ruined when she bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just like stay up late at night in the darkness staring into your mirror with just like <laughs> Just to count the hat what on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Honey, it was real when she bought it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. That's what I'm doing Just in the darkness. Can we put that on the soundboard? Is that the sleep? Yeah, paralysis? we should record that. Is that the yeah. sleep paralysis noise? Like, or is that what you see, like, in the corner of your eye? 
Like you see me doing that in the corner of your eye with sleep paralysis. <laughs> I had I had a bout of sleep paralysis for the first time in a while, like just a couple weeks ago, and I flipped the fuck out. I mm, I hate having a sleep paralysis. What is sleep paralysis like? You've never had a sleep I've never paralysis? had a sleep paralysis. Okay, paralyzation. so it's like when you lie down in your bed and you're like, you know, you're, you're tired, but you don't want to fall asleep yet, and you, you lie and you getting, you getting all calm and nice and you, you letting go, and then your body will not listen to your... Your brain and your body are like separate, so your body will not listen to what your brain tells you. So I can tell myself to lift my arm and it will not happen. You're frozen in place and your muscles are all contracted. And so you can see out of the peripherals of your vision and your eyes are glued in one spot. And it's just like the most miserable moment. It's it's absolutely terrifying. I can't do sleep paralysis. That's fucking freaky. What the oh, hell? Yeah. So like when people talk about like sleep paralysis demon, yeah, you seeing something in your peripherals, you're fucking screwed because you can't move. You're fucked, dude. Yeah, you're, you're, straight, you're straight boned, man. Like, boned in the ass. Ugh. It's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> what? Boned in the ass. Yeah, so what? No, I just thought it was uh, oh, comedic. How he yeah. Said I, I just figured it was... Thank you. I don't know. I figured it was normal. I figured it was the huge here on the Reckless Endangerment podcast, which oh. you guys should share with your friends. We Shame do share. No, I'm saying to the audience out oh. there. Oh, yeah, you sure. Guys, Thank you, Miles. You guys should share that shit because, honestly, I love these guys. These guys are great. I love their podcasts, and they need to make more of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're, we're working uh, on it. Uh, You're making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, Hyping uh, me up and shit. Oh, man. So, I know I got uh, I got us way off task, so let's focus back on... Karate. Oh, I thought we were talking oh. about uh, Christmas because I know oh, we yeah, asked I, you some Chris questions about Christmas. It is... It was recently Christmas. Yes. So what did you get? Um, so for me, I asked for majority clothes this year. I got some sick, nasty t-shirts from some bands, which I enjoy. Um, I'm wearing one right now, Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Great band. Great, 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 great music. Band. Great band. And um, I'm really loving this shirt. It's really nice, really comfy. I got my first pair of jeans, which I'm wearing right now. Your first pair yes, of jeans? Yes, I don't own any other jeans. Ever. This is, yes. This is my only pair yeah. of jeans, man. It's so weird. I've I like I love wearing jeans. Like not all the time, but like jeans are they're nice. They're a nice fit on me. I have to I wear good jeans. So my mom actually got me two pairs, but we're returning one of them because <laughs> I prefer relaxed fit because yeah. you know I need that space for my ass. Um, as we all do. As yes. we all do. And Looking so thick. Without without that relaxed fit on that that standard pair, I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just switch it out, you know? Let's just switch it out. I feel bad though. I I should go with her to Coles and get that shit exchanged. What old Navy? Old Navy, maybe. Uh, I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Yeah, I don't work at Old Navy anymore, but their clothes are superior to a lot of clothing stores for about the same price. So. But for me, Christmas is always like a down low. Uh, yeah. It's a down low day. Like we, I woke, my brother woke me up at seven o'clock. I was all grumpy. I was grumped out and I fell asleep again and then didn't wake up until one thirty, or like one forty-five in the evening. I was like, no, you guys, you did me dirty. So <laughs> that was, that was rude. Now for us, it's always the celebration before because we celebrate Christmas Eve with our family. Uh, Christmas itself is always just kind of like, you know, the relaxed day. But uh, Christmas Eve is our busy day. 
So I was a little bit um, scattered that day. Are you a church-going family for for Christmas? Um, no judgments, just one. It's well, it, you know, my family's very religious. I'm. It feels as though my faith is weakening as wow. the days go by. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I guess so. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll go with that. Like yeah. as a whole, your family's religious, and you guys go, but. I mean, well, we didn't go. We didn't go this year. Actually. Oh, okay. This is the first year. Absolutely, none of us in the family have gone. Like in my direct family. But uh, we were hosting this year, which is always just, you know, a little crazy. Yeah. So we just decided to stay back and uh, all this jazz. But my, my grandma on my mom's side was there, and that's always a treat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my golly. She, uh... If you guys snitch on my grandma, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream at you. And I'm talking to the audience here. If you snitch on my grandma before I say this... Um, I'm angry at you. Yeah, she told me she smoked weed the other night. She She's like, you can't smoke weed until you're 80. It's only cool to smoke weed once you're 80. Um, I want to meet your grandma. Oh, my gosh. It was... And she's telling me this, like, while she's complimenting my room. Like, there were, there's just like four of us cramped in my room for some reason. And she's like, yeah, by the way, I smoked weed. I'm like, grandma. Nice. No, grandma. Don't do this. So that was an ordeal. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That that whole night was just weird. It was, it was strange. But, um, yeah, it was good. It was good. That's good. Yes. Watched It too. the just yesterday. Oh, I need to see that. Is it good? No. It's a really? bad movie. That sucks. I know. I was really upset. The first one was so good. This one, it just loses all focus. It loses all track, and it really upset me. I was straight. I was so bummed. You literally have a, a perfect template. I know. Yeah. I know, and they goofed it. They started going into Indian rituals and stuff like that, and talking about did what they, did it they try is. On? What did they try and like add on? Oh yeah. Oh, it, that sucks. And and the character development was shoddy, and. I mean, some of it was good. Some of it was really good. Some of it was extremely shoddy. And there were some scary moments. Like, listen, I'm a pansy. So literally <laughs> anything should scare me. But some of the scenes were really hit or really missed. Like, it was it was piss poor. Really? Um, how badly they were hit or miss. In fact, I, I laughed at a couple of the scenes. And I should not be laughing at a horror scene. <laughs> That's not something that I do, like, ever. So, it was just like... Ugh. It was just, ugh. I don't know. I mean, to each their own. I was just a little... I was a little frazzled immediately following. I was yeah. really upset. So... Yeah, I feel like... They definitely should not have made it into two different movies. Well, there's two different books. Yeah. Yeah, but... As far as the movie goes, like... Like, that is a, a huge part of what made it so unique. Yeah. That it was essentially two different stories, but as w into one as a whole. I don't think that it's the fact that they made it into two movies that, like, that's what ruined it. I don't think that's the case at all. I honestly just purely think that they tried to do something with the story that just was not good 
and it ended up feeling more like a jumbled mess of ideas rather than a fully fleshed out uh, story. Um, and there's just a lot of weird like plot holes kind of and a lot of weirdness going on with it, a lot of unnecessary things happening. And in the first movie, the whole the whole driving factor was this this uh, this realisticness to it almost like while still staying within the level of non-realism, there is a lot of realism, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, it is, like... I'm just thinking, like, the only unrealistic aspect is the, uh... is the actual, um... clown itself. It's actually Pennywise. But in the more recent one, I feel like there's a lot more just ridiculousness going on, and it feels... it feels just dumb. Oh, um, so I don't know. Well, I feel like at least it, it is kind of grounded in a sense that, like, Pennywise is an actual physical creature and mm-hmm. like, is in a certain location. Yeah, and there's like, like, usually if he's not, if he's around one person, he can't be around any of the other people. Unless they're mm-hmm. in the same place. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that kind of limits it a bit. But I mean, that's that's how most horror movies are, and I think that's the way to go. Like if you, because it was supposed to be like a horror movie, but with aspects of kind of sci-fi. I think, you know, like it was like more sci-fi. than yeah. So I, that's not what I meant. Well, in the mo- uh, it was more than just horror is what I'm trying to say. You know, I think the upsetting part yeah, yeah. is. You know how there's these st- Stephen King like universal like yeah like The Shining and all that stuff like they're all connected yeah I really wish they would have played off of that I know there was also there's always this, this theory about the world turtle which is holding the world up and that's good and <laughs> evil is like Pennywise or something like that there's all this weird shit going on and honestly if they would have gone into that it would have been better than just coming up with this random ass like he Mike goes and uh, sorry spoilers Mike what? goes and uh, talks to this Indian tribe and apparently the Indian tribe has dealt with Pennywise before in the past and they know how to stop him and capture him and this and that what and, yeah how yeah what? how does and, this tribe in uh, the future it's so dumb and then uh, I I don't I'm not gonna say any more on it because it's just it's just gonna get me angry. And Bill Hader plays older Mike, doesn't he? The guy from uh, SNL. Yeah. How are you gonna put a, gonna a really sh- funny guy oh, into yeah. a like that serious position? Not even that. Just just a great actor. And, yeah. And he's great so... with direction. He's <sighs> so upsetting. He's really so upsetting. I don't know. It happens. Well, you know that. Uh, that is pretty not scientific, but do you know what is scientific? What is scientific, Brian? Uh, no, I asked you the question, so... Oh, uh, science is scientific. No, that really doesn't answer my question. Oh, either. um, cannibalism is scientific. Thank you. Um, while, uh, cannibalism is not cool, do you know what is cool? Plants eating meat. Uh... To each other. Yeah, carnivorous plants. Although, welcome to my science minute, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> you can applaud. You can applaud. Transition. Um, 
Yeah, that was probably the worst transition <laughs> I've ever been a part of. Um, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but I kind of just wanted to talk about some carnivorous plants. Let's do it. Um, so uh, carnivorous plants are kind of uh, definitely one of the more like bizarre and just kind of... Uh, they really make you think as far as evolution goes. Like how could a plant over billions of years evolve from just like standing still to a plant that murders other creatures yeah to survive Indeed. um so kind of how carnivorous plants do this is most plants get their uh like nitrogen and nutrients from uh the soil but uh these carnivorous plants have to uh attract um Usually it's uh, um, invertebrates like bugs, um, but sometimes they can get like frogs or small mammals, mm -hmm. um, usually young ones. Um, so they'll just uh, eat them and then take, um, I'm pretty sure, well, that's a whole nother thing. Sorry, I'm kind of working this out in my head as I'm saying it, but uh, yeah, they kind of just steal all of them and eat them and it's pretty cool. Um, obviously, we all know, like, Venus flytraps, they are, like, kind of snap traps. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. or snap traps, as far as, um... Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> thank you. As far as, um, these, uh, carnivorous plants go, but there are, like, four other kinds. So there's, uh, yeah... Oh, is it like the, the, the pepper pot plant or whatever the fuck they're called? Not the pepper pot. Pepper they, pot? They close on the top. The, the, uh, the, the lobster pot. Lobster, lobster pot. Lobster pot. Those are lobster pots. So mm -hmm. uh, lobster pots are traps. Or, or No, that's not lobster pots. That's pitfall traps. What? Pitfall <laughs> traps, yes. Uh, pitfall traps kind of look like pitchers, usually. Oh, pitcher plants. Like yeah. pitcher plants, yeah. Okay. Um, so, like, their leaves, uh, they have kind of, like, a, a sack and, like, like a bag, kind of. Oh, um, so, um, like, where their food goes. Yeah, and there's kind of a, so the a bug or, usually they only eat bugs because mm -hmm. they're not going to, like, it's literally like a... They can't digest something bigger. Well, like not even that, enough. but how is a, a bug going to fall into this, like, giant kind of cup, essentially? Mm -hmm. It's it's literally looks like a pitcher with a... A leaf that can fold over it and cover it. Yeah. To trap the bug oh, inside, right. but basically they do that, and it's just kind of like a stomach, because at the bottom of there's like what they use to digest, which is just usually like an like, acid. Yeah, an acid or, or some other. Um, they get pretty unique, but um, they're also flypaper uh, traps. I or, know about those. Or yeah. Kind of like any ones that use an adhesive. Mm. Um, and so they just get some, uh, like, uh, they just, like, get some muc some sort of mucus that they produce from their bodies. Mm -hmm. And then just that traps you, and then... Uh, you're dead. They're also, well, they wait for you to die, because usually you're not going to outlive it, but then they just kind of, like... No, no, no! They don't. They don't trap. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't do see that on the podcast. Yeah, well, these guys can. These guys can. Once we've officially put them out, which is soon. Yes. The video soon, folks. soon, soon. Yes, um, so anyway, they just uh, let you die on top of them, and then you get digested, 
Um, You're just gonna dissolve. Is that well, what just through natural decay, and also they have uh, acids in their mucus. Hmm. Yeah, and then they just absorb you through their skin, and then uh, I think the last of these, or no, no, there's two more because uh, I have four pots. Yeah. Um. So suction traps are. Um. The this description says they are uh, highly modified leaves in the shape of a bladder, with a hinge door lined with trigger hairs. What? Whoa. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is the closest plants got to sentience, and then they went, nah. nah I'd we'll rather just, just we'll just chill. Aren't we the closest things that plants got to sentience? No, plants. well, I mean, we're not plants. I'm talking like well, if plant kingdom sentience, you know? Didn't uh, single celled organisms evolve into. I, we're getting off topic. I mean, different science. We'll talk getting, about that we're later. Getting yeah, 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 we're getting yeah, off yeah, topic. We're getting off topic. We got to get back. Get back to those lobster La- pots, man. Last one's the lobster pots. Um, these are kind of the most uh, obscure and unique. Um, they're kind of like the. Uh, they're kind of like the suction traps as far as like. They have a, a bit of a. Stomach. Yeah, it's kind of. Oh, right. It's kind of like a stomach, mm-hmm. and then. Um, uh, and then they like just trap you in there, like I, again, kind of like with the uh, um, the, uh, what's it called, pot something, the pitfall traps. Pitfall yeah, traps. They, like cover with a leaf. Oh, it's kind of like that. But the corkscrew, um, the uh, the. Well, I'm sorry, I'm really like rambling at this point. No, the lobster funny. pots, <laughs> uh, um, usually are kind of a bit of a maze as far as. Oh, so they, like, get the plant in there, or they get the, the, whatever the heck it is in there, and then, like, they can't escape by, like... So, you know, like, a bendy straw? Yeah. This, I feel like this is going to be a good way to describe it. So, like, imagine if a bendy straw closed, was already closed on the bottom end, but mm-hmm. then yeah. could close on the top end. But, um, the entire lining of the, uh... Um, oh, it's just like straw. acid. Yeah, it's oh. the entire lining of the bendy straw is just like acid <laughs> and like not full on adhesive, um, but it's definitely sticky and hard to maneuver. So you, it's they're really smaller, so you can really only go forward if you're a tiny fly. Yeah, so you have no so, choice but to crawl to your death. Yeah, you're only gonna go deeper, essentially. Hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. Well, um... Is that it? <laughs> well, we could just talk about, like, where these plants are found. Yeah, I got you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, basically, they're just in, like, bogs and stuff. Oh, I've, yeah. Uh, anywhere that's warm. Um, if you see a carnivorous plant, you should not capture it or take it with you, because they're very rare, and, uh... Um, fuck your shit up. Well, not even that, but like we got to keep these plants in the wild. Yeah, oh, they actually rare. Sidesman's over. Oh, oh. oh so yes, they're actually very rare. Oh, Sidesman's over now. Also, oh. the podcast is over. Oh, nice. Yes, so oh, perfect. Wow. Perfect timing. That's about exactly where we want it to be. And uh, you know, just thank you all for coming out to listen. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. Go commit some crimes today. <laughs> I made fun of you. Oh, it's still recording. I missed.